Good morning. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. God loves you so much. So put your faith, your confidence, your hope in his love for you today. Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. So thank you for starting your day with me. Over the last several weeks, we're talking about the importance of being led by the Spirit of God and hearing God's voice and how to hear God's voice. I've shared different scriptures. I've even shown some throwback messages to kind of help us build on the subject. I've shared from different books I've been reading to encourage you along this path. And one of the things I began to share yesterday is a message I shared a few years ago called Follow the Path. Do you know that God has a custom designed path for each and every one of you? It's one of the concepts we're sharing, you know, in our kids world ministry here at Faith. And that's what they're learning about this month. But I want to share with you a message that I shared previous, previously in this series called Follow the Path. And this one's called The Plan is Within. God has a plan. He's put on the inside of you. And the Holy Spirit is leading you down the path of that plan. He gives evidence to your heart. Like we talked about the last few weeks, how you can follow that evidence and follow God's plan for your life. So here's more of that message. Then I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, this angel clothed in linen, with a belt of fine gold, begins to describe them. Skip down to verse 11. And this angel's angelic being said unto him, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto you. And stand upright, for I am sent unto you now. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. Then he said unto me, Do not be afraid, Daniel, for the first day that you did set your heart to understand and to chasten yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I, this mighty angelic being, are come for your words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia, you're not talking about a human. You're talking about a demonic power that ruled over Persia, which is modern-day Iran. Withstood me 21 days, but lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, angelic princes, came to help me. And I remained there with the kings of Persia. Now I am come to make you understand what shall befall your people in the latter days, for the, yet the vision is for many days. So Daniel had this vision. He couldn't get understanding of it. He didn't know exactly what it meant, so he began to pray. And we just saw this last chapter. He saw something's not happening. He began to pray, and immediately he knew his answer. Daniel's used to getting answers quick. But now he's praying 21 days before he received the breakthrough he needed. And what was the issue? There was demonic resistance. As I shared on Wednesday, there is a spiritual world. Satan does have a rank and class and file of demons. And some of the higher levels of demons will be known as the princes over certain areas. And so while this angelic being was dispatched on day one, there was resistance by the demonic powers of the air to keep the breakthrough from getting to Daniel. See, sometimes you're walking the path and you feel stuck because you don't realize on the other side is some resistance. And you just think it's you. You just think it's normal life. You just think maybe you did something wrong. You don't realize there is some resistance. But how did Daniel push through this resistance? He prayed and he fasted. And as he prayed and fasted, angelic reinforcements were released. The more you stay in prayer, more angels are released. Because Daniel could have given up and said, oh, I'll never understand that. You know, I'm done. Now, he had been faithful to God all his life. Uh, some commentary, he's over 100 years old by this point. He could have said, you know, I'm just going to heaven. I'm just going to Abraham's bosom. I'm good. He could have just gave up. But like, no, I'm going to get what God has for me. And because he didn't give up and he pursued this in prayer with fasting, angelic reinforcements were released. What happened? He became unstuck. 
Acts 10 verse 1 says, And there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man, one that feared God with all his house, which gave alms to the people. So he gave alms to the poor. He gave, gave to the poor greatly. And he prayed to God always. He saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Your prayers and your arms are come up for a memorial before God. Verse 30, Cornelius gives some more information about this. He says, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. So Cornelius was praying with fasting, and angelic assistance was released to him. And we know how the story goes. A great miracle occurred to his house. His entire house, all his family, all his friends, all the people that worked close with him, everybody in his house got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Because this man prayed and fasted. You see, the beginning part of the chapter, it says a memorial was built before God. Later in the chapter, it calls it a remembrance. The word memorial remembrance is a reminder that is set up with the importance or the mission of causing a reward. There was a memorial built before the throne of God that signaled God, Cornelius needs a reward. How did he build that monument in heaven? Praying, fasting, and giving. That opened the door for a miracle he didn't even know he needed yet. Prayer with fasting. So, something about fasting. Fasting or skipping meals does not make you more spiritual. It just makes you more hungry. The power is not in skipping a meal. It is what you do with the time you usually spend preparing the food, driving to get the food, eating the food, cleaning up the food, and etc. The power of the fast is what you do with the time you would be eating. And so, under the direction God has given me, I'm calling for a church-wide fast. Some of you said amen, other ones, other ones breathe. Rusa, breathe. From November 4th to November 18th. Now, it's not a full fast. I'm not saying don't eat for 14 days. I'm not saying that. I'm just asking you to fast one meal a day. Some of you eat three meals. Some of you eat six meals. Some of you eat every moment of the day. <laughs> I'm just asking you to fast one meal and replace it with time in the Word and prayer. Now, if due to dietary needs or restrictions, it's unwise for you to fast. So what are dietary needs or restrictions? Look. If you're nursing, don't fast. If you're pregnant, do not fast. If you're in the process about trying to get pregnant, do not fast. If for some reason your job requires certain athletic or physical requirements that will be affected by your fasting, do not fast. If certain medications you are taking requires you to eat, do not fast. So if certain dietary needs or restrictions prevent you from fasting, do not fast if it is unwise for you to fast. But what I'm asking you to do, if you're not going to fast at one meal, replace an hour of TV time, social media time, and phone time. Because some of you say, oh, I'm good, yeah. But the way we stare at our phones, should we really open up the phones and see how many hours have you been looking at your screen this week? I'm not showing mine. So, but take an hour of phone time, social media time, TV time, and replace it in time with the word and prayer. 
For children and teenagers, I recommend they replace some of their TV, social media, and phone time. I'm not telling our kids and our teenagers to skip a meal. No, I'm telling you, put down your phone a little bit. Turn off Snapchat and TikTok and all the other stuff. Something like, what's TikTok? You don't have teenagers. YouTube, whatever. Turn off the TV and spend some time of reading the word and praying. So here's the focus of the prayer time during this fast. Number one, clarity concerning the individual path God has for you. Clarity concerning the individual path God has for you. If you get my notes, you'll see it all listed out for you. Number two, for insight into how to reap the great harvest of the last two months of the year of abundant harvest. The year ain't up. I really believe what's ahead of us is even greater than what we've seen this year. But to get it, you need insight. Number three, for miraculous acceleration in your life and breakthrough concerning anything that's been holding you back or causing you to be stuck. For miraculous acceleration in your life and breakthrough concerning anything that's been holding you back. And number four, pray those same three areas for all your brothers and sisters here at Faith. When you're done praying about that concerning you, pray for your brothers and sisters here. Now, I know with fasting, for some of you, me included, you need some encouragement along the way. Jaime's like, I need some fasting encouragement, Pastor. So, for those of you who want morning texts of encouragement from me during the fast, sign up for them by texting FAST, F-A-S-T, to 770-756-8539, the church text line. You text FAST to that line, you'll sign up for a weekday text, and you'll be encouraged in the morning concerning your fast. Now, one of the things, it's just a two-week fast. I actually originally was planning to make it longer. Now, when I was planning to make it longer, I heard in my spirit, it ain't going to take that long. Which means for me, in two weeks, that if we do what God is telling us to do, you'll all have clarity concerning the individual path God has for you. You'll have insight in how to reap the great harvest of the last two months of the year of abundant harvest. You'll have miraculous acceleration in your life and breakthrough concerning anything that's been holding you back and causing you to be stuck. Not just for you, but for the church-wide. He said, it ain't going to take that long. I'm like, oh, I received that. And some of you watching online, you're part of our extended faith family all around the world. You can join in with us as well. So now let me give you a few points before I close on how to get the most out of your fast. How to leverage the fast for the greatest benefit of your life. A few points on how to get the most out of your fast. Number one, spend additional time in the Word during the time you would normally eat the meal. This is not your normal time in the Word, so keep your normal time in the Word. But then add some more time in the time you would normally eat the meal or watch TV or social media or phone time. Don't just say, well, I'm just going to read the Word once. No, additional time. Spend additional time in prayer, especially praying in the Spirit or praying in other tongues. Not your normal prayer time. This is additional. Say, this is additional. Number three, something I learned earlier this year from our bishop. He'll be here December 1st. He was teaching on praying with fasting earlier this year. And he pointed out something I'd never seen before. In ancient times, ancient Jewish times, Jews would give during fasting times. Jews would give extra during times of fasting. So what does that mean? You would take normally what you would spend on a meal and sow it. You would take normally what you would spend on the meal and you would sow it. Now here's some areas to sow. Your church, other ministries God has directed you to partner with, other believers under the direction of the Lord. God may say, go bless that person. He might say, well, God, they look blessed enough to me. But if God tells you, go bless them, go bless them. You don't know what's going on. People look however they want. So other believers under the direction of the Lord charities or the, per or the poor. 
your church, other ministries God has directed you to partner with, other believers under the direction of the Lord, charities, and the poor. So during those two weeks of fasting, take some extra time to sow and be a blessing. Now one of the things, go and look, listen to that Harvest Checkup series I did in the spring and look at the different return rates for your giving. Not all seed produce the same return. Not all seed produce the same return. So, well, I gave, so I get a hundredfold. No, not all giving produces a hundredfold. Go back and listen to the series, and you'll understand the return rates God promises for the different types of giving. So, the areas to sow, your church, other ministries God has directed you to partner with, other believers under the direction of the Lord, charities, and the poor. You say, well, I'm not fasting food, so I'm not saving any money. Well, take some of that time and be a blessing to somebody else. Sow something to someone else. Because understand, if you are sowing, you're setting yourself up for a harvest. Number four, don't get into petty arguments and fights in real life or social media. Don't get into petty arguments and fights in real life or social media. That's just good advice for all the time. But it's a good advice for a fast. You say, well, where do you find that? Read Isaiah 58. Because you're talking about y'all fasting, but y'all acting a hot mess. You think I like your fast, God was saying? So don't get into petty arguments or, and fights in real life or social media. Number five, spend time ministering to the Lord in worship. Number five, spend time ministering to the Lord in worship. Acts 13, verse 2, and it says, When they, Paul and Barnabas and other ministry gifts, ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work wherein you have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. So they, being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed on Seleucia from thence sailed to Cyprus. So clarity came, but also a launching point for the ministries came during a time of fasting and prayer. So as I said, from November 4th to November 18th, you'll see a reminder on social media. You'll see an e-blast reminder go out. But you'll also be able to watch this message at the end later on today. And we're praying for clarity concerning the individual path God has for you, for insight into how to reap the great harvest of the last two months of the year of abundant harvest, for miraculous acceleration in your life and breakthrough concerning anything that's been holding you back. Number four, and to pray for those previous three points for your brothers and sisters at faith and how to get the most out of your fast, spend additional time in the word, spend additional time in prayer, so areas to sow are your church, other ministries God has directed you to partner with, other believers under the direction of the Lord, charities, and the poor. Number four, don't get into petty arguments and fights in real life or social media. Number five, spend time ministering to the Lord and worship. And one of the things, as you fast and pray and do these things I just recommended, do you know what also is happening? You are causing yourself to spend more time listening to your spirit. Because as you're fasting, you're shutting down your flesh. You're actually taking more time to engage your spirit and you'll receive clarity of direction. Hey, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm gonna stop that clip right there. If you wanna watch the full message in its entirety, you can go to our Faithless app. It's called a series called Follow the Path and that message specifically called The Plan Within. So thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next time on Faith in the Morning.